Good morning, North America. Welcome to Church Talk TV, lively talk about life, church, and church life. I'm your co-host, Dr. Bill Tenney Britton, and I'm joined as usual by my co-host, Dr. Chris Tenney Britton, and we're broadcasting from our studio in Columbia, Missouri, the heartland of America. Say good morning, Chris. Well, good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to Church Talk Live. It's hey, great to good to see you. What did you say, eh? <laughs> there we are. Okay, we're, we're glad to be here today. We are talking about um, how to prevent and how to do course correction, I guess, somewhat on mission drift and vision drift. We, we just talked about mission drift as the title because it's just gets convoluted to talk about mission and vision drift, but we're talking about both because you handle both the very same way. Yeah, well, and I have to say it's one of our favorite subjects and one of our least favorite subjects. One of our favorites because we've got some tools and suggestions and and tried and true methods for uh, for preventing mission vision drift. But it's uh, one of our least favorite things to talk about because it's just taking churches down. I mean, churches that uh, have great plans, great ideas, uh, just don't achieve them or, and have great vision mission statements, uh, or what do I want to say? Not just statements, but commitments. Um, we find those commitments wane and everything goes, uh, goes askew and the churches are in just, they're not in good shape after, after a few years. Well, and, 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 and to be clear or to be transparent, we've been doing church consulting and coaching and leadership training for, over 20 years at this point. Yeah, exactly. And and during that time, what we found that is true of virtually every church that is seeing ongoing significant growth is because they are, and I, I, I hate to use this term, but it's really true. They are rapidly married to their mission and their vision. They're, they don't let anything get in the way. And you know, with at, at still about 85%, 85% of churches is like 87% now last statistic I saw of churches in the United States being in decline. One of the common characteristics is that they may have a mission statement. Sometimes they have a vision statement, but they're not at all pursuing the disciple making piece. They're not doing what they're called to do. They got other things that they feel are more important or get yeah. away. So maybe you all are noticing, if you don't know us very well, that my husband is very passionate about mission development and vision development. But we all know, as to see, we had this conversation over breakfast this morning, we could do 20 uh, shows, uh, episodes on that alone. And we said, we're not going to go there. So we're well, going to- I've, 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 go go I've written three handouts, one on how to create mission and okay. two on how to create vision. So yeah, it's kind of a passion for me. <laughs> And where do, you, where do you get those, by the way? You just tossed it out there. Where do you get those handouts? Oh, you get those, go to my profile. I mean, my Facebook profile, and you just scroll down. Every Tuesday, I give away a freebie. So if you're not following me, you probably want to do that. Um, every Tuesday, there's a freebie. And then if you're a pastor, you know, we want you in the growing church um, uh, a Facebook group. Just ask me if you're a pastor. We will get you in there. We put tools in there every week for you to download. So, so real quick, one of the things that, and, and I'll come right back to you, Chris. Obviously, okay, Chris. I'm chiming you. I am so chiming you to see. Uh -huh. 
Go for it. All right. So, so I mean, the, the first thing is to prevent mission drift and vision drift. You know, the first thing is, of course, you have to have a decent mission statement and a compelling uh, vision statement. And so that's about all we're going to say about that, because we've talked about and we'll talk about again how to create those. But mission is making disciples. Jesus gave us that. The vision is a, uh, a, a finite, we're going to get there. It's not a, you know, ephemeral statement of we're going to reach the whole world for Jesus. Well, good luck with that. You can't reach the people across the street. It's really kind of demoralizing when you have a vision statement like that. Not, it's not inspiring. So those are the first, that's the first piece. All right. Now I'll, I'll shut up and let you talk. Well, goody, because I want to be even clearer about what a vision statement is. The vision takes that making disciples, or I like to say it's what the, why the church, your church in particular, you know, if you're going to own that, and a lot of our churches, let's be real, they're not going to own uh, making disciples. They might or they might not. So another way to approach it is to say, you know, this is why our church was was established. Now, here I am talking about mission vision, right? Okay. So I think I, I am still keeping time. Uh, anyways, uh, but vision, vision is really, how are we living that out in the here and now, right? What, what are we doing specifically? And this is what happens. We can say, I mean, give them an example of, of a vision statement, a good one you've heard recently. Well, okay. I, I had a conversation with a pastor yesterday, a church planter, and he has spent an inordinate amount of time putting together a mission and a vision statement. And to be fair, both of them had had some work to be done, and both of them will blew me out of my chair. It was like, wow, that's great. So they're that that it was they were both a little longer than needed to be. Uh, they would could have fit on t-shirt. That's what that's what Jim Collins says, and I totally agree with that because you need to be remembering it. But his the the the, the primary motto part of his vision statement is we are a small church, which they were a small church that's gonna make a big splash or we're making a big splash in our city. And I, it's like, wow, that's great. And then he talked about through, uh, that they were gonna buy the property next door. They were going to, um, they were going to, they're doing it through discipleship classes and so on. And they, they, they had it nicely filled out, but they had a really, I mean, it's compelling. We're gonna make a big splash in town. It's like, wow. And then the rest of it was, how do we know we got there? It was it was really quite a. Um, I, I was impressed. I, I, to be fair, I don't get impressed with vision statements very often in churches. Well, and I hope that pastor's listening because I want you to hear his enthusiasm. And he brought it up at breakfast. That doesn't happen very often. We had a really good breakfast conversation. I, I've been uh, I've been teaching, and so I haven't been able to have breakfast with my husband uh, except for weekends. And I miss those conversations anyways, moving right along. The problem with mission and vision drift is that you're no longer guard, uh, guided by that. Just I'm going to use them as a, an, an example, that vision statement that, uh, yes, we are drifting. We should have a vision drift. No, no we're not drifting. I'm, I'm saying that's what the, I, was, I, was, I was illustrating for you, you know. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Just to keep me. We're having too fun. Okay, go on. It's later. Okay, so... <laughs> So, you know, but what could happen there is that they might forget about that vision. And so they might then be, um, you know, not making a big splash, maybe splash, maybe it's a little splash or they're, uh, I, I forget what the little particulars were of their vision statement, but then they, they could get sidetracked, right? So, so easy to do. So easy to do when churches happen that, you know, 
again, a lot of churches don't have really good vision statements. And um, this week on my profile, um, I provided a, a a handout that says, "Hey, is is are, are we there? You know, are, are we moving that direction?" Um, and th- did I? Anyway, it doesn't make a difference. Anyway, so so the bottom line is is that if but if you have a good one, then it is as Chris says, it is so easy to yeah, this is great, but you just kind of you know if it's not front and center all the time, which is I know where you're going to go with that momentarily, is that. It, it, it just kind of the boat kind of drifts away and you end up like the image that we use today on the um, on the advertising for this or the marketing of this particular show is you end up with a ship on the not out in the ocean where it needs to be or out in the you know it, or not even in the harbor where it really shouldn't be the ships in a harbor doesn't do much it's got to be out in the open seas but on the beach on yeah, the water. right dry docked even right Right. Or that's going to happen to you. You're going to get dry docked. Right. Right. And make no ghosts. But again, that's another that's a whole other episode. So so, so why don't you jump in and start off, Chris, by by talking about the first step. We'll see if we agree on this one. Um, But the first step of preventing mission drift. Okay, wait, let me. Okay. Wait a minute. I wanted to say one more thing, and now you caught me off guard again. I uh, wanted to talk about vision. Don't make faces at me because then it gets even worse. Uh, I wanted to talk about vision. <laughs> I, I, okay. I, I was taunting you. Don't talk. Don't talk or I'll lose it again. So it's it's about when you have your vision statement, you really have to come up with your strategy. You've got to come up with your your uh, your milestones, right? Your stepping stones or whatever you mileposts milestones right mileposts yeah that works you know and those take three different kind of people so we really do need to do three or four episodes on that and i think we've got a do we have a series we've got a video series i think that goes over that and if not wait 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 back we'll we'll just redo it because it needs to be redone so coming up we will schedule an episode on vision creation mission creation and then strategies tactics and logistics, which is those are three parts of how you get to where you need to go. And if you don't have all of those in place, not only will you drift, you won't go anywhere. It'll just you'll be in dry dock because you'll spend all your time going, what are we doing? So So you've got to be measuring all that. But on top of that, it would seem to me that every year, part of our analysis and our evaluation of the year, you know, that's just been and how often does that happen? Never. I mean, how often do we stop and set aside or or pastors set aside, churches set aside and say uh, how we where are we on fulfilling our vision? Because a vision isn't it's to be lived out. Right. But it's it's a place to be so that place to go. It's it's and there's an end. That's the key about our vision. arrival point. End point. That's right. And and if, and if your vision doesn't have a, an arrival point, then it's demotivating because right. you'll never get there and you can't check your progress. We're right. going to reach the world for Jesus. Okay. Like I said, right. you know. Right. Okay. And so I'm thinking again about this church, right? And they are a small church, but there, there is like super duper small church right now because they're a church plan. So that, and that vision is currently to become a small church. And from being, when, when they reach that, then the next, the next part will be to be a medium church or a large church or whatever it is. But I'm just trying to demonstrate how that vision, but so, you you know, saying how, how, close how far and how are we getting there and the problem this is what we're talking about is we drift 
from that place, right? We've gone over here. So one of the, the first things that we have to do is get clear about what, I'm just going to talk vision right now, is get clear about what that is and keep it front and center before ourselves and before the congregation. That means every single week for the congregation and every single day for us. And, and every conversation we have with people in the church, with people in the community, uh, every message we preach, every class, uh, um, class that we teach has to somehow connect and further that vision, not go off on some tangent. So, so Chris has said a couple things in that, and I wanted to kind of delineate them because, and I want to put it into a chronological order. First thing, you have to have a vision and mission statement that is that makes sense. Okay, that's that's the foundation. If you don't have that, you're not going anywhere. The second thing is now you got to get your congregation um, and essentially everything you do mission aligned. Yes, you want to be talking about it. We're going to talk about that. Uh, that's a, that's a part of the ongoing process, but. When, when your board meets, when your session meets, when whatever you call your decision-making group, your council meets, you know, you come together and someone says, hey, we're, we need to do this. We have our annual Christmas bazaar coming up that we've always done. And the question coming out of your mouth, Pastor, and eventually out of everyone's mouth is, how does this achieve our mission and further our, move us along towards our vision? And it, and the if the and 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 it's not does it because boy we had that conversation this morning yeah. it's not a yes or no question it's a how how yeah. does this how yeah. does this you know, how does the Christmas bazaar how is it going to fulfill our mission well it doesn't what we do is we make money and no 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 heck no it's it's great to raise money it's not really great to 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 tell the whole con the whole world that not they're right about us all we want is their money I mean, um, you know. That 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 you're. How is this making disciples? If or no, um, and that's the mission of the church. And how is this taking us further on to be a, a make a big splash in our city? You know, how is that doing that? Well, it's making a big splash because everyone knows about it. Yeah, but that that big splash is the motto. The rest of it is we're making disciples. We're doing this. How's that? Well, it, it really doesn't. Then you have to make one of two decisions. Either you scrap it, say, we're not doing it because this is not this is a diversion from our vision mission. And well, sometimes you got to do that. Yeah. But the other thing is to say, okay, how do we make it work in our mission and our vision? Well, we're going to be friendly to people. No one's looking for a friendly church. Well, how are you going to connect is people? Vision? Is our vision to be a friendly church, right? No, that's a value. Being friendly is a value, right? right. You're friendly or you're not, that's not a vision, right? And help, I'm sorry, if you're not a friendly church, hang it up, right? I, that's That should be a value or perhaps, if you don't and, think that you're a friendly church, that tells me that you have a history of not being a friendly church, right? If that's your vision, yeah. And no one, no one woke up in your community on Sunday and said, whoa, I need to find a friendly church to go to. I need somebody to befriend me or just give me a smile. What? I agree. What? Um, Marty, so welcome to Walmart. Welcome to First Church. That's not friendly. I mean, that's friendly, but it's that's all it is. And and no one's looking for that. They they expect that. Anyway, coming back, we've, we're, we, we've got our own distraction. Walmart, you want to use Walmart as an example. 
I aspire to be a Walmart reader. I really, really do. And I feel like sometimes I am the Walmart reader because I go in and greet the Walmart readers and, and particularly the ones who are like not wanting to be there. And isn't that like that at the church? I go to churches, right? When I consult with churches and I do secret shopping, often I'm the one that goes and seeks out people or will look for the visitors because nobody else is, right? Is that, is that a squirrel I see sitting next to you? Yes, and there's the chipmunk over there. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> well, just to give some a couple of examples, I worked with uh, uh, two churches that were just happened to be in the same community, and the one church uh, always had a booth at the city's big doo doo, and they were known not doo doo ta da, and so they were always there, and they were known for that, and they were not even ten blocks up from that square. But nobody, nobody knew them from up there except for they were this big old building out there, and this is what they did. And, right, they, and they, they had they had their little food booth that they don't. We'll, we'll say chestnuts specific. Yeah, they, they did chestnuts to say because it was you know, and 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 they and and that's what they were. That's what they. Were, but they were known as, as the chestnut booth, right. as opposed to first church that that offers this service and and they were known as right. a chestnut people, you know, and this right. like, and so the question kept coming back to one, like, where's your handout? Where, handoff? How are you getting people in there? Just this morning, I saw this piece, I know, uh, on, on Good Morning America. And it's about this young guy, 23, who had leukemia or cancer when he was 23. And his or when he was 12, now he's 23. And he has a food truck that a food bus, or I think it's called a busterant, because he's running like a restaurant outside uh, in the summer out of this bus, and he gives away slices of pizza. And you can help buy, you know, you can buy pizza from them and everything else. But it, and he's right there at a Ronald McDonald house, and so people know him not because he's friendly, not because he sells pizza, but because he and he does, but because he gives away slices of pizza. So, you know, you kind of think, what if you were down there giving away things rather than charging for them? You know, what are we doing? What, what are, how is that? And they have a great vision mission statement. It's just, they're not aligned, at least that when I was working with them a couple, three years ago. Then you have this other church that was there that I, I was working with. They had their vision. And in fact, I asked them, where's your vision statement? And they were like, I don't know, we've got one somewhere. And they found it in a drawer, not that's not uncommon, found it in the drawer, dragged it out and said, ah, we don't, this, mm -mm. so they redid their vision statement and, and they started with two things I love. They had pieces of paper around their church or around their fellowship hall. And the people were supposed to write on one, what kind of skills they had. And another one was what kind of resources do you have? And I don't remember all that. So, you know, but there were People were saying, this is how, what I have and what I can bring forward. And then they had everything that they had done, especially those things that were important to them, like they did every year. And there was some kind of a, a, a food fundraiser. And that question came back for them. How is this fulfilling our, our mission and um, our vision? And it was, it's not. And that question, what can we do? And they were able then to morph it and make it into uh, into something that that made a difference. All and right, so 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 I'm, I'm going to interrupt because we're we're going to run out of time, and you're talking about how to develop again. So that that so two things. 
um, that we've got so far. Number one is you have to start with the foundation of a, of a compelling vision and a good mission. The second thing, of course, is to now we get everything aligned. Every new thing is where we start. You know, someone brings something, we want to do this, or we look at the events on the calendar. But eventually, you want to be asked that of every single thing you do from your worship service. How is this song going to help us with our mission and vision? How is this sermon going to help us with our mission and vision? Da, 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 da. So that's you know, and of course, every event, everything you do, and everything you do, Pastor, is yeah. everything you do, you ask that question, how is this helping our mission and vision? How is it furthering the path? Because anything that's not is a distraction and needs to be jettisoned or handed off elsewhere so that the church, that the ship continues to move forward out of the harbor and into the open sea where it can do the work that it is. So those are the first two. The third one Chris alluded to, well, before we get there, well, no, actually, no, you're right. Let's do that first. Okay, Chris is going to share, share a tool that she does, and she's yeah. got about five minutes to do that. Okay, I don't even need five minutes. So the deal okay. is when you work with your calendar, you work with, with Post-it notes by stock in whatever, Post-it. Uh, yeah. Oh, it says Post-it. Okay, anyways, put, get spots uh, by stock. We we need to do that. Okay, anyways, uh if if it fills your vision, right? If it's what you're doing on your putting on your calendar in your plan or fills your vision, it gets a green button. It's intentional. It is intentionally. This is a mission, um, a mission um, opportunity, a, a mission event, a mission appointment. Right. If if it might or might not be, and and this isn't necessarily like I'm not sure, but it's it could be, but it's not yet. Or, yeah, it could be, but it's not yet. And we could drift real easily from here. I, I'm, I'm meeting with this. I have an appointment with this person. And it, maybe we'll stay on mission and maybe we won't. So that's a yellow. Yeah, or I have to lead a Bible study. There you are. Could be, right. I could, it could be like, or I have to go to the Bible study. And it could be missional and like, really, I'm, I get to go there. Somebody else is teaching it and, or, or I'm, uh, I'm, I'm uh, uh, apprenticing somebody who can lead it. And, and so that could be green, but am, am I, how, am I going to apprentice? Is it really going to, if I am going to apprentice, there's that yes. When am I going to apprentice? Anyways, that's a yellow. You're trying to get your yellows to a green, get them you know, off your calendar, and then you get red. And red is not mission, uh, not part of the mission, not part of the vision. And, you know, it, I, I've used this for, I don't know, 15, 20 years. And what I found was, uh, 16 years, what I found was I was able to get rid of my reds. It took me about two years. I still had some reds, some things I had to go to. You're, you're always going to have some reds. There's going to be there, a few. But these when you look at your calendar, if it's full of red, you got a problem. But these are the things like I'd have to go to denominational meetings. And right. so it had nothing to do with that. And I had no no control, if you will. I didn't have the, the, the role, the position to change that. But I had to go. Right. But yeah. But I took our board my the my board and i was able to shift them over and then my whole leadership it took us 3 years to to move leadership and and to nominate and elect leadership that then allowed us to be doing 
doing board meetings and all our meetings were in the green. So that's what you're trying to do is get to the green, get rid of the red. And if it's a red, it's got to be something basically outside outside the church. And you pastor have a responsibility to get it there. So it starts with your calendar and you're going to teach your people how to do it with the church calendar. Use bigger post-its when you do that one. If you have a bigger calendar. So, yeah. so, Wait, so. Can one more thing. I want to say one more thing. And that is if you use Google calendar or Apple calendar, whatever it's called. Um, okay. But uh, so do I, and I still come back to paper because I have to make sure I make time and I've got it. Uh, I've got it um, understood and clear. And just a reminder for those of us who are using those kind of calendars, almost all of them, you can color the dot that is My next heart. to it. So you can do the red, yellow, green, do the same thing there oh, so that it, it's, if you're trying to get away from that. Okay, so so here we are. You have a foundation, a vision, mission, okay? You're, you're working on alignment in your planning stages. You are now calendaring and, and learning how to, or moving towards how do we get more green and less yellow? How do we have more yellow and no red? Um, you know, again, or almost no red, so that when you glance at your calendar, you're you can see that I'm doing the important stuff. I'm getting the stuff done that is that is there. Okay, now here's you know, Chris has, has rightly pointed out, Pastor. It kind of begins with you. One of the realities, Pastor, is if you are not mission focused, why are you surprised your congregation's on mission drift? If you're not doing the things that are um, uh, fulfilling your mission. If you're not personally making disciples, doing evangelism out of the office, working with unchurched people, why in the world would you think your members would do it? And you have to model. Jesus modeled it. I mean, Jesus, here, I'm going to show you how to do it. And right. he said, well, now I'm sending you, but he was doing it, doing it, doing it. You got to always do it. You're the church growth catalyst, Pastor. You have got to be the one who's setting the tone. Your calendar should be almost all green, a smattering of yellow, and a couple of reds, because you're still going to have to do those reports that the denomination says you got to do, and that's as red as they get. But the bottom line is, is Pastor, you set the tone. So there's three tools. We got one more, and that, and Chris alluded to that already, is um, I I'm going to call it the Nehemiah Principle. And the Nehemiah principle is that, you know, vision is lost every month, mm -hmm. completely lost. It goes back to the Nehemiah story, building the walls. They got halfway done. There was, they, 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 they were, they found some challenges and he, Nehemiah recasts the vision and makes some adjustments and they finished the wall in 52 days. They were halfway done, 26 days. Vision is lost every month. How do you keep the vision in front of the people? Every week, she already said this, every week, somehow you are reminding people from the pulpit, from the platform, in worship, in meetings, in conversations, you're keeping always in front of them mission and vision, mission and vision. That doesn't mean you have to preach a vision casting sermon every week. You should be doing that regularly, but it's not every week, but it ought to be in the sermon every week. It ought to be in the offering meditation every week. You know, something about we're moving forward. We're making a difference. We are, you know, doing what we need to do. 
Chris, yeah. I'm going to do it in a sermon, right? But my question is still going to be, how am I going to do it? But I'm going back to that big splash or, you know, I love that big splash image, you know? And so, you know, if I'm having communion, can you imagine Jesus and he's pouring out his blood and and where it's sprinkled and really it's splashed because it still splashes today. You want an image, my friends. Uh, What about the, the offering? We are making a difference. We are making a big splash because of your because of the way you support us welcome to my this church whatever it's called where we are making a big splash here in the bay city area and let me tell you what we did last week to do it and i'm so glad you're here you're not here by mistake but maybe god has got something for you within the splashes that we're making you see right there Go and make a big splash this week. Go touch one of your neighbors, the neighbor next door, appropriately. I I hate when I say that. Go touch somebody. No, 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 no. Okay. Anyways, so I know we've got like two minutes now. But yeah. You have a minute and a half, actually. So you wind it up, young lady. (laughs) So I... I disagree with you, or maybe you just misspoke. I wouldn't put it in every element of the worship, but I'm going to get it sprinkled throughout. And my board. I would ask, I, but I would ask every element of the worship, how is this helping our vision and mission? Right. I, I, I think that's critical, but I agree with you. You don't mention it everywhere, but right. is this, is the music set going to take us to where we need it to go, to where so, we're trying yeah. to get? Yes, yes, yes. And okay. And here's two more things I want to say about that. I used to give out like McDonald's coupons when you could still get an ice cream cone for like a dollar or something. And if 69 cents, I can remember. (laughs) Okay. He's older than I am. Anyway, so he would, but I would. And do you remember this? So I would ask, you know, who knows our mission statement? Who can tell me what it's about? And we would do it in worship even. And if it in board meeting, we would do it in board meeting. And then I'd have big prizes. If you could do like a piece of it, because that's what would happen in board. Why do you say no piece of blah, blah, blah? Okay, there it is. So yeah, that was one thing because I don't remember the other. But just test your people and, and have fun with it. You can have so much dab blast and fun with it. And if you do it, if you stay on task, you will you will lead your church into that vision and hopefully into that mission of making disciples. Hey, we are out of time. Thanks for being with us. We're so glad you're here. Have a wonderful week. We'll see you next week. Mm